Welcome to New Hope Underground. Today's episode is entitled, A Flock of Seagulls, and Everyone Loves Pants. And now here are your hosts, Darren Hansen, and filling in for Tyler Yoakum, is Drew Hansen. So, where did the guys' tigers go? Did they take them, confiscate them? Yeah, I think he was able to sell quite a few of them. He sold them? Yeah, I think he had to get rid of them. Well, I thought I saw some article where, like, they were confiscated and they took them to, you know, some great place that they could live and be free. Some sort of t- tiger haven. Yeah, some I'm sort sure, of tiger so, haven. I'm sure that happened. So I'm is this sure, show still he, going he on? Got every... Oh, yeah, it's a whole cultural movement. It's... Uh, oh, hey, welcome to New Hope Underground. Uh, I'm Darren welcome. Hanson. I'm Drew Hanson. And Drew Hanson is back in place of the vacationing Tyler Yoakum. Whether you like it or not, I am here. Whether Tyler Yoakum likes it or not, you are here. Sorry, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's torn up about it. But... uh Anyway, he he needed a little bit of a vacation because we got so much going on with Church at Home and all the production guys are like really maxing out. You know what I mean right now? Yeah, I used to have to do some production stuff and I'm I'm going to say I'm not very jealous of them right now in this season because it's like all on their shoulders a little bit. Yeah, it's not an envious not an envious position, that's for sure. So, since that's just so crazy for him, he's going to take a little break and then I appreciate you filling in. Hey, it's it's so much fun. I, I do miss Tyler, though, as a listener myself. It's cool to be on the show. It's like, it's awesome. But, you know, I miss I miss Yoakum and the cheese, the, the cheese, what is it, cheese heads? Cheese balls? Cheese balls. Cheese balls. No, yeah, cheese, cheese heads balls? Packers. No, yeah. that's not right. What is Stay it? Stay fresh uh, cheese balls. Cheese Stay bags. Stay fresh cheese bags. Sorry. I messed oh, that's up. That's okay. I think uh, that was starting to go by the wayside. He's starting to come up with some new, uh, some new sayings. So that's gonna. Well, when he comes well, I'm back, I'm sure to, he'll come back with a vengeance. I'm trying to like bring my own thing, but I can't. Everything I think of is like I compare it to cheese bags. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I, it's just really hard to uh, to compare. That's so. just that's just peak. That's just peak. You know, that's prime entertainment. I can't beat that. So I hope everybody out there in Underground Nation is doing great. During this, we're still kind of active uh, several weeks into this coronavirus lockdown, for lack yeah, of a better a, term. I don't, what do you call it? Is there an official name? Yeah, social distancing. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the government calls it. I'm not sure what they call it. But here in the state of Illinois, we're on lockdown. So basically, you know, I we've had a little bit of sickness in our family just cold stuff. We're just not really sure what it is. Everybody's okay, but because of that, we've been kind of quarantining ourselves a little bit more than usual uh, just yeah, to make it, sure. Anytime someone safe, coughs. You just don't know if you're going to pass it on. Anytime someone coughs, like the whole room just falls silent. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, uh-oh. Uh. I know. I, I remember you guys recorded worship a couple weeks ago. Didn't Bethany have like a coughing fit during the vi- one of the videos? Yeah, right after the song, she she's leading worship. But as soon as she said the last word, she just started coughing hysterically, and everyone just kind of like took three steps back. 
she's okay, but uh, she, oh, wasn't yeah, anything she's wrong. Just got something in her throat there. We're we're all scared. I know everybody's just yeah. Every time somebody coughs or sneezes or I don't know anything. But uh, better better safe than sorry right now at this particular juncture. So that's why our voices probably sound a little weird, a little bit different because we're talking on Zoom and uh, recording it. So anyway, welcome to New Hope Underground. We're glad you're here. And I've got a story, Drew. I know I know it's hard to believe, but during this lockdown, uh, you one I I don't know I, I found it. I found one item of discussion that's out there right now that's kind of fascinating, which is this discussion of how far should the government go or police or officials, if you will, to kind of enforce the lockdown. To some of the, there's been some stories coming out of several states of interesting happenings of uh, law enforcement officials getting a little bit, I don't know, uh, proactive for lack of that sounds that's a really nice term but proactive in trying to chase down people who are quote-unquote breaking the you know breaking the lockdown uh, you've heard about right. these things right 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 yeah that makes i mean it was inevitable that people were going to you know go out past curfew so to speak so i was curious what the government was going to do i haven't heard any crazy stories yet but well, I've got one for you. I found this extremely interesting. Uh, there's a can town count on out you. in Maryland uh, where the police, after issuing a couple different warnings apparently, actually listed a final warning to a particular resident on their Facebook page. And the warning what? was... Do not go out and get your mail without your pants on. So just stop it. <laughs> they had to issue a statement for that? They issued a final warning via Facebook. They didn't name the person, but they what they said in the Facebook uh, post was that, you know who you are, this is your final <laughs> warning. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so to in my opinion because i'm sure you're wondering my opinion is um this guy was probably doing it way before the virus and they're just using the virus thing as like oh finally we can tell this guy <laughs> like dude you gotta put your pants on i know you're in your own yard but you gotta put your pants on i mean you, are people using the stay-at-home order to just wear whatever they want uh yes but are yes, we doing absolutely. it so in public? <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess apparently some are. If our tax dollars are going to be used, you know, to to have these the police and everything, that's exactly what I want to make sure they do. Like, make sure the public has the pants on at least. I know, man. If there's something we need to enforce, it is this. <laughs> so I, I'm behind this little small town in Maryland. This police department. I'm behind you all the way, 100. percent if you need uh, me to like your Facebook page to help you out, I, I guess I can. Um, whatever whatever helps you uh, put this guy behind bars, he deserves it, you know. Or lady, I don't know. He's, they don't really say. So all I, know, all I know is I'm sure this person is listening to our podcast right now. So please put your pants oh, on. I'm sure. Crying out loud. 
Put on your pants. What kind of lockdown do you think this is? I mean, let's not lose our human decency. No, I mean, yeah, hoard all the toilet paper. That's fine. Yeah. But don't don't go out and hoard toilet paper without your pants. Exactly. That's if, just if you have to go out to the store, I mean, we're having to put mask on for crying out loud, and you won't even wear your pants. Yeah. There's just something person, wrong there. It's like it'd be saying, weird if you, I, here's COVID, come and get it. It'd be weird if he was like not wearing his pants, but also wearing a mask. <laughs> but, <laughs> Just looked like an insane person at that point. <laughs> so he, he he goes out to get his mail, no pants on, but he's got a mask on. So yeah, he takes the time to put on the mask, but he's like, ah, my pants are all the way over there. It wouldn't be the first time that people went around pantless with mask on. I will tell you that. But I feel like a lot of superheroes are like that. <laughs> I don't know. I also I also read this other story I found interesting. I don't, I don't really know if it's due to the lockdown, to be honest, but I, I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there since it's happening during the lockdown. But there was a warning issued uh, by a place in Ontario. Uh, it basically read like this. Please do not throw your unwanted swords into the recycling bin. What? Yeah, apparently someone is throwing swords into the recycling bin in Ontario, <laughs> and they are trying to get it stopped. Freaking Canada. That's crazy. Well, I'm trying to figure out, okay... Who's got like these extra swords lying around, and uh, why do you? What wh- what goes through your mind when you're thinking, I need to get rid of this sword. I I want to be friendly to the environment, <laughs> so I think I'll toss it in the recycling bin. You know, they can make another sword out of it, maybe. Yeah, it's just like this evil guy who's changed his ways. <laughs> It's like, you know, I'm going to leave the sword stuff behind me. I'm going to leave that lifestyle behind. I'm going to recycle these. So you're suggesting this isn't just some sword collector. This is somebody who actually uses their swords in dastardly ways. I don't ways. know. I'm, just try- I'm trying to spin it. I'm trying to spin it. Put a bright, you know. I just think bright- this lockdown is making a lot of people crazy. And I'm, I'm sick and tired. On one hand, I understand these things. On the other hand... Uh, I I wonder if we're we're crossing the line when it comes to liberty. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, if you want to go get your mail without your pants on, it, shouldn't you be able to? Uh, I'm starting to wonder about that now. And, and what about if you want to throw a sword away? Can't you throw a sword away? I mean, into recycling. But what's? I, I I mean, I guess it could hurt other people. I don't know. I'm really conflicted on both of these things. I can understand the argument for keeping the government out of your 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 personal life, right? <laughs> keeping the government out. But if there's one thing I'm a big fan of big government is is them making sure people are wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> like that's where I'm okay with government involvement. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, we're coming up on an election year. This is the time when you've got to weigh all the issues, okay? And this is one issue that needs to be weighed. 
Okay, you need to, to sort it out and vote for the person who's going to do the right thing. Not sure what that right thing is, but according to Drew, it's never ever let people go outside without their pants on. Definitely. I just think that's good politics. You know what? I think it's time for a police state. And now, Culture Comment with Drew Hansen. Hello and welcome to Culture Comment, where we talk about culture and I comment on it. I'm so excited about this. Dude, this is this is a good segment. It's turning into into quite a solid solid segment, if I can say so. <laughs> I love how you said last uh, last week you said because everybody cares what you think about everything. <laughs> what your comment is. I just is. assume, I'd like to think that people are just dying to know what drew a 28-year-old millennial from central Illinois is thinking about just... Of course. You know, everyday things. That's why this is such great entertainment. Underground yeah, it's, Nation. It's We're bringing it right to you. Here we go with Culture Comet, Drew Hansen. Go ahead. Okay, so today I kind of want to talk about how, well, not too long ago, uh, I had a conversation, a really good conversation. It lasted a couple hours with you and mom, actually. You probably remember this. Um, I was, it started, what brought me to you was it started with me looking up random songs of my youth. So mm-hmm. the year I, I took the year I graduated. 2010, which I know for some of you, you're like, 2010, he's a baby. Some people say I'm old. So, you know, that's just the fact. 2010, I looked up the, the songs, like the you top. You mean like popular chart. songs that were going on at the time? Yeah, like the, like the Billboard hits. Okay. And number one, this is just for example, number one was TikTok by Kesha. I've you, never you know that song? No. Tick tock, anyways, it's like annoyingly catchy. Media thing? You know what? Now that you mention it, there might be a connection. I never, I never put that together. Maybe I don't, I think TikTok came out years later. I don't know, maybe it's called the I don't know why, but that's the number one hit from the year I graduated. Okay. And I'm like, man, like, and if you just go down the list, it's just songs like that, everything from. Katy Perry, who's okay, I guess. Train, Lady Antebellum, like Eminem made a comeback with Rihanna. That was that year, you know. Okay. It's just got me thinking, like, man, my generation's music is just not quite like it's, it. You know, it's not the best. And it got me, I went to you guys and said, what were some of your favorite hits or oh, your this. favorite? Guilty pleasure songs from the 80s, right? Because what you graduated like what was popular when I was a kid, yeah, 1985. I graduated in 1985, mm-hmm. yep. And mom was a couple years after that, three years after that, eight, yep, 88. Mm-hmm. So, so like, what were some of the what were some of those big groups that you listen like kind of guilty pleasure, like top hits, you know? Oh my goodness, I'm like not sure I can know. tell you like what the top 
hits were of a particular year. You know what I mean? I could tell sure. you like a lot of big time eighties. General hits examples of, of like groups. All right, what you got? I can tell you who I listened to. I listened uh, to the Police. Oh, nice. Okay. You too, of course. Mm-hmm. I listened to Duran uh, Duran quite a bit. Duran Duran. I listened. Yeah, to I remember you called, mentioning uh, them. What's that? I remember you mentioning them, and I had to look them up. I'm I'm into them. I'm into them. Yeah, and I listened to a group called Modern English. They weren't as big, except they had one big hit. They were kind of like really famous for that I'll Met With You song. But uh, I'm trying to think what was – there were all sorts of main, – there were mainstream songs. There were new wave songs. So – Right. It just – when I compared like those kind – what you and Mom were saying I should listen to, I've just been on this 80s kick lately. I, I write a lot of music too. Oh yeah, man. I even like some like really popular stuff like Cindy Lauper and Madonna. Like I even like some of that stuff now. Minute Work like, used to be huge. There yeah, for a while. okay. My favorite song in the world right now is you know Crowded House. Oh yeah. 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 This, what's their their huge hit? Don't um, dream it's till it's over. Or... Don't dream it's over. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that song. Yeah, that's I've been putting that on repeat for the last like three weeks because really? of this conversation. I'm yeah, shocked that a millennial like you would be so interested. Yeah, in I would encourage. Music. I guess. I guess my main comment is, hey, if you're from a, if you're millennial or younger, Gen X, whatever, listen to some older music. It's gonna change your change your world. No, it seems like a few I years mean, ago there was this huge kick with the kids uh, to listen to like late seventies, early eighties classic heavy metal. It was yeah. a kick there for a while. Yeah, classic rock. Yeah, classic maybe it has something rock. to do with yeah, their parents. Kind of yeah, like you can go into Target and get a Zeppelin shirt. <laughs> yeah, like seventies and early eighties. Yeah classic stuff but you're talking I think there's the just stuff a lot I've, of, I've been giving you is those like new wave stuff yeah there's some there's some good pop 80s pop music out there there's just a lot of there's a lot of stuff out there that you know maybe you haven't heard of you should go check it out that's that's my general culture comment my challenge to you well there you go millennials the gauntlet has been yeah. laid down Actually, while you were saying, you said you don't really re- remember a lot of hits from like the particular year that you graduated, right? Yeah, I like, mean, I couldn't just list them off the top of my head. Well, here, how about I ask you a few questions about uh, maybe just some like pop music trivia from 1985. Oh, sweet! I'm all about it. Bring it. So, uh, so how long was how long ago was that? I can't do math. It was a long time ago. <laughs> 25 years. <laughs> we'll 30, see. 35 years? 30 years would have been You don't have like to answer that. You don't have to you don't have to answer that question. Yeah. Okay. okay. Let's see. I got some I got some questions here. Oh, the one you mentioned. Okay. Duran Duran had a hit in 1985 with the theme from a James Bond film. Yes. What was it? A View to a Kill. Man, yes, it was released on May eighteenth, nineteen eighty five, and spent sixteen weeks 
on the UK singles chart. Yes, thank Man. you, thank you. Yeah, you nailed it. Okay, let's see here. All of me for all of you was a hit from which group? I'd never all, heard of this one. All of me for all of you. All of know. me for all of you. Uh, I guess it's R and B. You probably didn't listen to R and B. It says nine point nine. Do you know this group? Huh. That's the first time I've yeah. ever heard of that one. That's interesting. Huh. See, Drew's culture. Take Drew's culture comment. Go listen to new music, and maybe you'll <laughs> like something. Nine point nine. I'm gonna tune it in. Okay. Let's see here. Okay. This one might be a little easy. Um, Scottish. This Scottish band had a huge hit. Um, it's in a soundtrack of a movie uh, that that came out that year. One of the biggest movies of the eighties. I'm afraid Scottish to band. give you the song title. Yeah. Don't you forget about me. Oh, the simple song. minds. Yeah, that was it, Breakfast man. Club. Yeah. Came came out in 1985. See, that's right. If I compare if I compare Kesha's TikTok to Simple Minds, don't you forget about me? In 1985, man. <laughs> There's not much of a comparison, is what you're saying. You're telling you're telling no, millennials right now that they need to start getting into 80s music because there was some sweet music back then. And I can't Dude, tell you, you how it. proud I am of you right now. Yeah. It's it's out there, man. You just got to go find it. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, how would you think, I mean, while we're on Culture Comment here and we're talking about music, how do you think worship music has changed like the last 10, 20 years I mean, you're 28. You've been Ooh, playing worship music yeah. for a long time. Yeah, I've been leading worship since, I don't know, 14, 15 years old. So. I mean, people okay, love, so... I hear comments all the time about our worship service. People love the music, and, and you guys do a great job. Mm -hmm. But I'm just, I'm just curious as to how you think it's changed. So it's interesting. I feel like when I first started helping out with worship at church, worship wasn't a genre. Now it is a total genre. Like you were, you weren't listening to worship on the radio, but now it's everywhere. Like oh, worship has a, its own like style, which you can debate, you know, whether or not it's a genre all day long. But the fact is, like in the industry, when you say worship, you think of a certain style of music now. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, and it got really poppy. It got like synthy and stuff. Like to where a lot of churches couldn't play it, so that's been a challenge actually, to like try to play some of the popular songs that people know, like with just like weekend warrior musicians. It's tough uh, because of all the different types of instruments. Yeah, like it's all getting made in computers and stuff. So uh, a lot of old, a lot of a lot of synthesizers and stuff that we just don't know how to play or can't afford. So. See, I would think it'd be so cool to walk in on a Sunday morning and have a total techno service. Well, yeah, you. <laughs> I'd be all about I that. I could see that. I could see that. I'd be into it. I say we try it. We get Christian Sager. If a lot of people might know him from church, there Christian Sager. He's 
younger guy. He's so he's a good producer. He's really into uh not necessarily techno, but hip hop beats and stuff. He'd be a good DJ for he can lay it down Sunday for morning. Sunday morning. Yeah, get the get the strobe lights out. <laughs> kind of have like a worship rave kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be really cool. That sounded like Ferris yeah. Bueller, but anyway. Uh, hey, this this <laughs> hey, was Culture 80s. Comet. What's that? That was 80s. It was. I guess yeah. come full circle. Thanks, Drew, for your comments. Hey, that's what I'm here for. And now, for the first time ever on New Hope Underground, The Big Three. A game show where you could win up to $20 to spend on Amazon. Put your hands together, stomp your feet, and shout out joyous noises. Here's Darren. Hey, welcome to the brand new game show we have here on Underground, and it is called The Big Three. And the reason it's called The Big Three is because we're going to give three big questions if the contestant wants them anyway to try to build a, a winning prize for themselves and so our very first contestant ever on the big three is bobby agney what's up bobby oh not too much hey i really appreciate you being on the show no problem now what you been up to today oh got some work in got a run in this morning uh now i'm just home chilling out i think i'm gonna take the next couple days off so Man, dude, are you one of those guys that, like gets up early every morning and runs like five miles and comes back and reads your Bible for two hours and then goes to work? No, I'm not one of those guys. I got <laughs> I gotta get my I gotta remember to get my uh, our Bible groups that we're in. That's on the Bible app. I need to get those done. I've got two of them. So thanks for reminding me. Hey, you bet, man. That's what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. Hey, thanks for being on the show. Here's how this game is played, okay? It's called the Big okay. Three. I give you a trivia question. Simple as that. I tell you the category, and then you answer the question. If you get it right, the first question, you win a $10 Amazon card. Isn't that great? Perfect. But here's the thing. If you want, you can gamble for the second question, and if you get that right, you get a $15 Amazon card. Uh, if you get it wrong, though, you lose the $10 card, so you will get nothing, and you'd be done. There's a third question. You could out get even gamble again and get up to a $20 Amazon card. Are you ready for this? Sweet. Okay, so it's time for the big three. Here's okay. your first question. The category okay. is geography. I hope you're strong yep. in geography. <laughs> what is the longest river in the United States? Mississippi. Bingo. You got it. Tell ah. you, you know... It surprised me, but it's only like a few miles longer than the Missouri. Really? Yeah, just a few miles. It's kind of interesting. But you nailed it. Mississippi is the longest river. So now you won $10, Bob. How do you feel about that? Feeling good. Yeah. What can you do with a $10 Amazon card anyway? Oh, I don't. I don't uh, 10 bucks. I don't know. Maybe that. if you have Prime, it'd probably go farther than if you didn't. That's for sure. Um, That's true. I don't know, but I don't have Prime, so it'd probably just be... I have to, have to take off some shipping and handling. You can get you a really cheap hockey stick. That's right. <laughs> I need to get one of those for outside. I need to get a street hockey set up. Man, get that going. I'll be over there. Okay. Okay. 
Now, do you want to keep your $10 Amazon card, though, or gamble and try to get the $15 Amazon card? It's up to you. Keep going. All right, here we go. He's going to risk it. Now, if you get it wrong, you don't get anything. But if you get it right, you $15 Amazon card. Here we go. All right. The category, you know, I should I should tell you the category before you actually decide if you're going to risk it or not. The category <laughs> is entertainment. Are you still good with risking it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's the question. What actor plays Jean-Luc Picard in Star Trek and also in the new series called Picard? Patrick Stewart. Bingo. Holy cow, you're on fire. Now I know. You've got a $15 Amazon card, which you can even do more with. But here's the hard question, Bob. You ready? Do you I'm gamble? Ready. Do you keep the 15 or do you gamble and try to get a $20 Amazon card? This could be a harder question. I'm just going to be honest. And the category is history. Keep going. We'll keep going. I'm probably going to get this one wrong, but you why not? You feel good about history, though? Uh, no. <laughs> but no, I just play it out. You're just a gambler, man. That's right. Okay, here we go. History. Who was known as the Maid of Orleans? Oh, the, the Maid of Orleans. I'm sure it's pronounced in different ways, but we would probably say Orleans. I will give you the clue that Orleans is in France. He's thinking really hard, folks. I know. I'm thinking of it. A $15 uh, Amazon card's on the line. Could he get 20 or will he I, get I can't, down to I, zero? I've got his name on the tip of my tongue, but I just, I can't. Is it Marie Antoinette? Is that her name? Oh, what a great guess. That's probably not. that's wrong. Oh, no. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. Well, you gambled. You went for it. The answer was Joan of Arc. Oh, I didn't but, know she was French. Yeah, she was French. I've learned two new things. It's amazing, isn't it? It's a great, great game. That's really what the underground is all about. Uh, giving people chances to win something, then pull it out from under them at the last second. <laughs> <laughs> and also teaching you new things along the way. Well, I'm sorry you lost, man, but I'll give you another shot sometime. Okay. Hey, thanks for playing. Really appreciate it, Bob. No problem, man. New Hope Underground Rock! Hey, we've come to the end of another episode. I hope everyone had a fantastic Easter. Man, Easter was the bomb. It was great. It was good. I mean, for having to be at home, we had a church at home service, and it was really good. So, I don't know, just lots of things I guess you could do, like a virtual egg hunt or something. I don't know. Were you just like, like kind of like an I spy thing, but with Easter eggs? <laughs> I don't know how something that works. like that. Where you look for Easter eggs and uh, DVDs. I don't know. It's like here's here's the candy. You can see it, but you can't actually get it. But you found it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's all sorts of things that people could do. And I know that some of your families were creative and you had a good time together. I hope you had a good Easter dinner together and things like that. So it's it may be a time that has caused us to slow down. And maybe that's not a bad thing. You know, we've had an opportunity to be with the people we love and and also just uh, share more together. You know, I, I hope that you've been doing that, too, with other brothers and sisters in the church. You've had an opportunity to 
find a way to connect with people. And if you're not, you need to, you know, reach out. Uh, there's all sorts of ways to do it. Yeah, you can use Zoom or FaceTime or something like that or just talk on the phone. I mean, sometimes you just need to call your call your friends and talk to them and see what's going on. I know there are, there are plenty of Bible studies going on through Zoom uh, with just people at the church. I know I'm, a, I'm in two of them. I know my wife's in one of them. So have you ever done a Bible study via Zoom or something like that, Drew? I haven't personally. I've been in groups where we've utilized, like, FaceTime or Zoom, but I've never actually done like a topical study with with a group. I think that'd be really, really neat. It's pretty cool. My my group are actually going through uh first Peter. Going through oh. the book and so having a good chance to talk and pray for each other. So keep that keep that going, no matter how you're doing it. Maybe there's a way you can help somebody uh that needs you needs you to go to the store and they can't get out or 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 maybe you just have found someone in need. If you have, give us a shout out here at New Hope. We can give you a hand. You know, we'd love to be able to help. Uh, I think that you can even get on the website and uh, on the front page there and even uh, click you want prayer or help. You can click there and uh, we can we can try to help somebody next to you or help you with something during this time. We need to pitch in and help each other. and That's what we want to do. So that's available so we want to give some shout outs remember last week drew oh yeah we shouted out some uh, amazing healthcare workers healthcare heroes along with some uh you know postal service workers and all sorts of people and grocery people yeah there's one one group people. of people i i thought i mentioned this week we just kind of forgot we got a lot of people in our church who drive trucks yeah that's that's a good point and that's huge. I mean, think about kind of the run on stores uh, that there's been and just, just to kind of keep the goods coming in and throughout uh, the country. Uh, it's just a fan- fantastic job that needs to be done, and people are doing it. So really appreciate that. Appreciate you truckers, man. Like, they're the backbone of this nation. Like, like they could say, like, essential workers, right? That's like a buzzword, essential, who's essential, who's not. And that's just like undisputed. Like truck drivers are essential. So I appreciate you, truck drivers. 10 4, Roger. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, I hope you have a, a fantastic week and keep the faith. Keep talking to people. Keep loving on people no matter what, even if it is virtually sometimes. And uh, we'll be back together soon enough before you know it, New Hope. Hang in there, underground. See you, nation. Adios.